Welcome to the Living Strategically Podcast, Episode 5. We are Reed and Elizabeth Hewitt, a husband and wife team that lives in South Texas. For our day jobs, we are communications consultants. That's what puts the bread and butter on our table, and we also run Living Strategically. Where we're all about helping you strategically pursue your God-given purpose and make the most of your time on Earth. For the past several weeks, we've been taking you along on our journey around America, visiting 35 states in eight weeks in an RV. And our goal was to see all of the U.S. that we hadn't seen before, except Hawaii, which we're saving for later. And we are happy to say we have accomplished our mission and we're finally home. We had an amazing time on our trip. We learned so much and got to experience some fascinating and spectacular places, but after two months of travel, there's really no place like home. Just pulling into our driveway at the end of our trip and coming into our home that we hadn't been in for so long was a really strange feeling. You know, it's not very often that you that you get to experience your home after such a long absence. It's It's very strange, but at the same time, this is a place that is so familiar and it feels so welcoming that that's an odd combination. But at the same time, you start unpacking, you start opening closets and cabinets, and you know every nook and cranny, and it's like a place that you belong and a place that belongs to you. You know, it was interesting. I even felt that before we got to our hometown, for me, it started when we crossed the state line of Texas. We left through uh, the Dallas area and went through Oklahoma at the start of the trip, and we came back through New Mexico and got to visit El Paso for the first time. That was a cool ending of the trip, a first in our home state of Texas. And when we were just a few miles from the state line, man, the emotions started going and I was in tears at the state line with just that that overwhelming feeling of familiarity and comfort of just being back home. And we absolutely loved our trip. We keep saying it was an epic adventure, but there was just something about being back in Texas. That sense of homecoming is such a powerful feeling. And here's where we get to the living strategically angle on it. That sense of home and that sense of belonging at home and yearning for home is something that God built into us and he did it for a good reason. Not only do we have our earthly home that we should love and protect and care for our families and do all those things that are important at home here on earth. But like the writer of Ecclesiastes said, God has set eternity in our hearts. We have this void a longing for our eternal home that God put there because that's where we ultimately belong. And it's good to have a void that only he can fill. And if there's any spiritual truth that our homecoming from our trip reminded us of. It's just how much more so we are looking forward to going home to our eternal home. We read in Hebrews thirteen fourteen, 
For here we do not have a lasting city, but we are seeking the city which is to come. And that's talking about the new Jerusalem, which you can read about in Revelation 21 and 22. And that's a place that the Bible describes as a place where no one who is corrupt or lying will enter there. If you get fed up with politics in America, imagine a place where there is no hypocrisy no sin whatsoever it says the only people in that city will be those whose names are written in the lamb's book of life it'll be a place with no more pain and suffering where god will wipe away every tear from our eyes it's a place that jesus talked about when he said in my father's house are many dwelling places if it were not so i would have told you for i go to prepare a place for you and that place that he's preparing for us is that home that we long for beyond any home on this earth. When we were on our trip, like you said, we really enjoyed our time on the trip, but we also were looking forward to our homecoming, especially the closer we got to the end of the trip. And, and in the same way in our life here on earth, we can enjoy our time on earth and enjoy this life, and we really we should. If we're living a Christian life, abiding in Christ, um, we should live in the joy of our salvation. But at the same time, we should never lose sight of where our eternal home is, because that will affect all of our actions and decisions. I really can't talk about this subject without quoting one of my favorite authors, uh, Randy Alcorn, who is a master of metaphors, and he has a really great metaphor about this topic that has just stuck with me ever since I read it years ago. He describes life now and in eternity as a dot and a line. Quote, our present life on earth is the dot. It begins, it ends, it's brief. But from that dot extends a line that goes on forever. That line is eternity, which Christians will spend in heaven. End quote. And that is from the book The Treasure Principle. So try to picture in your mind that elementary chalkboard where you learned about a point versus a line and how a line goes on for infinity, like a number line from zero to forever. Uh, get that picture in your mind because that's what we're talking about here. Life on this earth, however many decades it may be, is virtually a single point, a tiny little dot, compared to the infinity that we will live in eternity. And what Randy Alcorn goes on to emphasize is the question, which are you living for? Are you living for the dot, your brief life on this earth, or are you living for the line, your eternal life that goes on forever and ever? And those eternal results all come down to our investments. And living strategically is all about using our time and energy and money and abilities in ways that make an impact for eternity. Exactly. And the ability to do that comes down to understanding how temporary the here and now is compared to what's to come. Just like on our trip, we didn't spend all of our money and go into debt and trash our vehicle and just live a wasteful life for those two months because we knew 
we were going to come back from that and have decades more of our lives to follow. And we didn't want to do anything in those two months that would harm our much longer future. We wanted to do things in those two months that would give us memories and experiences that would enrich the rest of our lives. And also when we had problems or if anything went wrong on the trip, we didn't let it get to us that much because we knew it was just that trip and wouldn't be too much longer. We'd be home again and that problem wouldn't matter anymore. When we have troubles and trials in this life, we can always remember that they are temporary and our real citizenship is in heaven. That's where we're going to spend the vast majority of our existence. And we read that in Philippians 3, verses 20 through 21. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. When you read that verse, I just can't help but smile because... I'm so looking forward to that. That eagerness that Paul talks about, I know exactly what he means. I'm eager for eternity. I'm eager to see our Savior return and to exert his power to subject all things to himself. That is just like the sense of comfort coming home times a thousand. And that's what we have to look forward to. And that's what we long for. But even as we look forward to that for ourselves, we're also aware that this is a joyful thing for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's a frightening thing for those who have not put their faith in the Lord. And we don't want to talk about this without also just putting out the good news to anyone who's listening who maybe is not a believer in Jesus, who has not put their faith in him for their salvation. The gospel message, the good news of Jesus Christ, is so very simple. John three sixteen and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, and that means shall not perish for eternity, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He came and he paid the price for our sins through his death on the cross. And he was raised again so that we can be raised again into eternal life. And when it says he did not come to judge the world in his first coming, we read later he's coming back to judge the world in his second coming. And before that happens, we have to know that we're right with him and can stand before him, covered by his grace and his forgiveness, rather than standing before him as a stranger and an enemy to his ways and his kingdom. And once you have taken that step and placed your faith in Christ Jesus, you have that eternal hope, that eternal salvation, and that becomes a game changer for how you live every single day. We are not just placed on this earth to live a few decades and then die. 
we have a final homecoming awaiting for us. Our Father is preparing dwelling places in heaven for us. Our hearts now seek that city that is to come. God has set eternity in our hearts. And we now eagerly await for the return of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And what a glorious homecoming that will be. Since we're home now, this is going to be the last episode with lessons from our travels. And next week, we're going to start in on a new series looking at ways that we can live strategically. And we really hope you'll join us for that journey as well. If you would like to get in touch, visit us online at livingstrategically.com. And you can also email podcast at livingstrategically.com. And if you have received value from this episode, would you take just a second and go over to iTunes and give us a rating? That really helps other people find this podcast. All right, y'all. Until next time. Keep living strategically.